The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combine with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hey everyone, it is Radley Valentine, your host for the Angel Tarot Show, distributed through mindbodyspirit.fm. So these days, the thing that is most on my mind is transformation, life transformation, how we go from a life that doesn't feel like it is meeting our expectations for joy and happiness and fulfillment into something that actually does. And so today I wanted to talk about something very important, and that is about making yourself your priority. Now, I have been a people pleaser my entire life. I suppose in some ways it's possible that being so has served me, but I can think of many, many ways in which it has not. As such, I recently hung up my people pleaser superhero costume. I shoved it to the back of my closet, and I don't anticipate needing it again. I should probably just go ahead and donate it to charity. But for now, I'm settled for out of sight, out of mind. For the first time in my life that I can remember, I am fully, truly putting myself first. And I can honestly say that I have never felt stronger, more confident, or more ready for life. But let me ask you something. When you think of making yourself your priority, do you worry that it's selfish? Do you think it might make you a bad person? Do you worry that you will lose the love of people you care about if you stop putting them first and instead do the thing that would be right for you? We have all run into people who are completely self-focused. They probably have no idea that they are doing it. Many people in the world are oblivious to their own behavior and genuinely think that their way of seeing and operating in the world is the way that everyone functions. Seeing those people is what gives making yourself a priority a bad name. Now, before we get started on why you should put yourself first, 
let's talk about what making yourself a priority is not. Putting yourself first is not selfish. As I often say, you cannot pour from an empty vessel. You have to fill yourself up if you are going to be able to give to somebody else. Putting yourself first is not using other people for your own gain. Putting yourself first is not about washing your hands of all your relationships, though it may very well involve washing your hands of some of them. Putting yourself first is not shelving your compassion for others, though it probably is letting go of your ill-placed feelings of responsibility for them. You are responsible for you. They are responsible for themselves. Now let's talk about the reasons that you should make yourself your first priority. Number one, you were born to be happy. You deserve to be happy. You are a child of the divine. You are not supposed to be a sacrificial lamb to others. Now that is not to say that you can't have great compassion for people and their challenges. That is not to say that you can't help people close to you or give your time for the benefit of strangers. It just means that you don't do so at the expense of your own long-term happiness. Short-term? Yeah, sure, that can happen. Long-term? No, that shouldn't happen. Number two, as I mentioned before, you are responsible for your own happiness. You are not responsible for anyone else's happiness. Now, having said that, there are, of course, exceptions. Your children, for example. Pets or animals in your care. And I'm sure that there are other exceptions equally as important. But when you find yourself trying to be responsible for the happiness of another human being that is a fully grown and capable adult, but insists on making poor choices or decisions, or will not seek out help on their own, if they are expecting you to do all the work for them, then you need to rethink why you're doing what you're doing. Number three, if you don't make yourself a priority, who will? chances are high that no one else is going to do it. Number four, people-pleasing is a trap. Refocus your viewpoints to people-please yourself. Number five, when you prioritize yourself, you come to accept yourself, and you come to respect yourself. Self-love becomes possible When we sacrifice and sacrifice for others, we tell ourselves the story that we are worth less than they are. Self-acceptance and self-love become elusive. When we show ourselves that we see ourselves as important, strength, confidence, and determination come front and center. Your chin goes up, your shoulders go back, and you stand taller. But how do you do it? If you've been caring for others, or someone in particular, for many, many years, the habit within you is going to be deeply rooted. 
In those scenarios, watch yourself closely. Take note of every last thing you do for that other person or persons. If you really pay attention, you may come to realize that you're doing a lot of things on automatic. You don't even realize that you're burning through all your energy for the other person. So how could you possibly have any left for yourselves? Well, here are some steps for getting yourself back. Number one, create boundaries that you do not allow to be violated. If you need to work yourself up to this, try it with strangers. Just stand in your power if someone asks you to do something that you either don't want to do or that feels wrong to you. Just push back. Number two, realize the word no is a powerful boundary, so long as you mean it. It's a meaningless word if you say no and then just give in. There are many ways to say no nicely and gracefully. Practice them with friends who can tell you how you sounded when you voiced your no. They can help you finesse your delivery. Here are some examples. Unfortunately, I have too much to do today to comply with that request. I'm flattered by your offer, but no thank you. That sounds fun, but I've got so much going on at home. I'm not comfortable doing that task. You know, now isn't a good time for me, but I'll let you know if my schedule frees up. I'm sorry, I've already committed to something else. I hope you understand. No, I won't be able to fit that into my schedule this week. You know, I would love to join you, but I'm feeling a little overwhelmed with responsibilities I already have. Number three, yeses should be well thought out. If you are going to say yes, or you are tempted to say yes, consider telling someone Let me think that through and I'll get right back to you. Then when you're alone, thoroughly examine your own motivations for doing something, especially if it's committing to someone else's happiness at the expense of your own. When you were asked to do something, what was your first gut reaction? Was it, no, I really don't want to do that? If so, what is your motivation for saying yes? Are you people-pleasing? Are you saying yes out of fear of upsetting someone else? Knowing the why is powerful. If you're saying yes out of obligation, definitely punt answering that question until you've had time to sort it through. Number four, try to stop caring what other people think, especially strangers. Yes, I know that can be a whopper of a task. But ask yourself, why do you care what others think? Where does this compulsion come from? What is your motivation for putting your personal power into the hands of another person? Number five, create your happy story. What would your life look like if you made changes to be truly happy? Get that visual firmly in your head. Run scenarios. If your happy place is to be living somewhere else, then truly create that in your mind. 
and then imagine your most B-flat vanilla boring routines, but in your happy place. Things like, oh, here I am cooking dinner in my little house in the town I love most. You can also envision big things like, here I am celebrating my first December holiday in my new place. Then whenever you feel tempted to sacrifice your dream, or whenever you feel anxiety-laden or worried, put yourself in that happy place in your mind. Number six, and this is so important, accept yourself for who you are. Either that or take serious action to change who you are until you do like that person. And number seven, consider getting a therapist involved. Therapy is a powerful way to refine yourself and become happy. When it comes to making yourself your priority, I think it bears mentioning that people do get used to our people-pleasing and our self-sacrificial behavior. And some of those people will not like it when you change. There may be pushback, maybe even conflict. What you should ask yourself then is if someone cares so little about your happiness, why are they in your life? Now, I wanted to pull a card from my newest deck, which is called Animal Guides to Row Cards, to help you with a concept of this whole thing of putting yourself as your priority. And I couldn't have picked a more perfect card. The card is Queen of Air. In traditional tarot, that's Queen of Swords. Um, the Queen of Air is experienced and self-sufficient and brilliant and funny. And this card is ruled by Leopard because Animal Guides Tarot cards has animals on it that are animal guides. And it says, all your life experiences have prepared you for this moment of truth. It's time to declutter your home, clear away situations that aren't working for you anymore and disengage from people who create more drama than happiness. You have to keep in mind that the queen of air is someone who has seen it all, done it all, been through it all, and has come through successful. She doesn't suffer fools easily, and she is very much all about allowing people that are not willing to take care of themselves or are not willing to follow advice that would be in their best ad- advantage and people who only take and do not give back and to release those people from their lives. You see, leopards are graceful, powerful, and intelligent animals because their habitat goes all the way from deserts to the most humid rainforests. And it means that their lives are very eventful and can pose a lot of challenges. So symbolically, they remind you of your personal resilience to emerge from any situation stronger, swifter, and smarter. Leopards also have the ability to change direction instantly and can adapt to whatever situation they're presented with. They've learned to believe in themselves and trust their instincts. They invite you to do the same. And so I think you can see why I feel like this is the perfect card. 
By the way, I did want to say that if you are interested in life transformation, I have a free three-part video series going on right now called The Three Keys to Magical Transformation. And you can find out all about it by going to radleyvalentine.com forward slash magic. Now, we have a new thing that we've been doing where we are answering people's questions. And so if you want to uh, ask me a question that I answer on this show, you can go to RadleyValentine.com and click on contact and send me a note. So we have a question from Cleona, and it says, Hello, I haven't bought cards for years, and I went into a shop with my two small children and was really drawn to a pack. I love working with archangels, so I was drawn to the Archangel Power Tarot Pack, but I missed the word tarot. I bought them home delighted, then I realized they are actually tarot, and I've never used it before. Should I do a training course before I use them? I've always been a bit wary in case I get it wrong. I'm not great when things get complicated, and I'd like to not read wrong messages for friends. So here's the thing, Cleona. If you read from oracle cards, you can read from tarot cards. Yes, tarot cards is an ancient fixed card system, and yes, there's all kinds of deep symbolism behind it, but they work exactly the same as oracle card decks. If you forgot that, didn't notice that the word tarot was there, ignore the fact that the word tarot was there. Just ignore it and use the deck the same as you would any other deck. If you decide you do want to take a tarot class, you can take one from me. You can take my certified angel tarot reader class, which you will find at hayhouse.com, or you could take one of my classes on my website, radleyvalentine.com. But the thing of the matter is, is that you don't have to trust your intuition and believe that whatever message that you get for others is going to be exactly correct. Next up, we have a question from Jeanette. And she says, I have just bought the Angel Answers deck, and I'm very impressed with everything about them. I asked a question, and the answer was very comforting to me. It made me realize I can't give up. My question is, how often can I go to the cards in one day? Or is it whenever I have a question? Thank you so much for allowing my angels to draw me into buying your cards. With much love, Jeanette. You can go to your cards anytime, as many times a day as you want. Now, my dear friend Colette Baron-Reed calls it oracle card abuse. (laughs) If you ask the cards a question and you don't like the answer and you ask them the same question and pull another card and then you don't like that card either. So you ask the question again and pull another card. So I, I think that there's a I don't know that I would call it oracle card abuse like she does. She's just a very funny person. But um, what I would say is if you pull a card and you don't get it, leave the card on the table and then pull another card to clarify it. And if you still don't get it, just leave it be until it gets to you. But you can pull cards as often as you want for as many questions as you want all the time. And finally, we have a question from Kate. And Kate says, "Uh, today I did my first ever reading. I read the book before carrying it out. I have brought the angel wisdom cards. I did the Celtic cross spread as my question has many layers. It was an amazing experience as this is my first reading I'm learning. And I'm trying to trust my intuition, but I'm confused with how I read the last card. The last card, which is the outcome if new action, no action is be taken, is the magician, and I just don't get it. Can you help? The magician talks about the magic of life, and it talks about how our 
what we are wanting is going to show up for us. It tells us that we're already in a manifesting mode. So the final outcome being a magician card to me is a very positive kind of thing. It does talk about taking the actions that you need, but it also talks about having faith in the universe and the divine and source that magic is going to present itself in your life. That is our Angel Tarot show for today. Again, check out my three free three-part video series, Three Keys to Magical Transformation at RadleyValentine.com forward slash magic. In the meantime, I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, fantastic life. I do hope you have a fantastic life, but I hope you have a fantastic week and you remember to make yourself your priority. Stay tuned after the break for your message from the angels regarding your personal questions. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome back. It's time for your personal message from the angels regarding your questions of the heart. Hey everybody, it is Radley here with the Angelic Weather Report for March 3rd through the 9th of 2024. Now, as we've been doing recently, we will be working with my new deck that comes out this week on March 5th, Animal Guides Tarot Cards. And so we will be pulling four cards from Animal Tarot Cards for the general energy that we are experiencing this week. Now, it's not so much that it's an order or not so much that it's a thing of, of this happens then that happens, but it's the all the different kinds of energies that you're going to be experiencing. Now, to help you out with that energy for each particular card, I'm pulling another card from Angel Wisdom Tarot Cards. And that card is to help you know what Archangel can help you work with the energy of that particular card. So without further ado, let's have a look at the cards. So here we have the four cards from Animal Guides Tarot cards that have the energy for the week, and the four cards from Angel Wisdom Tarot cards that have the four cards that show us what Archangel to work with each particular card. So we start out this week with a big thing, life experience. Life experience reads, important changes are coming into your life that will require you to take action. Don't hesitate to move in new directions. You know what is right for you. Now, this card is ruled by the cuckoo bird. Now, the cuckoo bird has long been held that it shows up to herald important changes coming into your life. It's known for its unusual song, is instead is to announce new directions so that you won't be caught unaware. They are relatively slow-moving, graceful birds, and if you pay attention to their appearance in your life, including in your card readings, you can also arrange for an easier and smoother transmission, or transition, I should say. 
Dismissing them might bring about more abrupt, unexpected, and challenging changes. So when a cuckoo bird flies across your path, you can count on shifts that are sudden and expansive. So let's go ahead and have a look at what archangel we might be wanting to work with in this particular case, and it's Haniel, Haniel. And so Archangel Haniel is the archangel that comes to us from the standpoint of our intuitive senses, our psychic abilities, women's issues. And so we're being basically told that if big changes are happening, that we should trust our divine guidance. The next energy that we're going to be experiencing is, ah, nine of earth, nine of earth. And so it says your success has brought you financial security and the reward of much deserved time off to enjoy your own company. You may suddenly have a brilliant idea for a business or self-employment opportunity that will be very successful. So this is a card that comes to us when it's basically saying, hey, you know what? You have been doing a good job. You really have been. And maybe it's time to just take a break. Even if you aren't necessarily feeling like you're super financial secure, it can still be a moment for you to take a second and think, well, what have I accomplished and how can I be grateful and how can I be honoring of the things that I have basically accomplished so far? This card is ruled by a ragdoll. Now, ragdoll cats are, are so named due to their ability to loosely hang like a ragdoll when picked up. These very gentle, non-rowdy, calm cats are just as happy following you around as they are hanging out in a warm spot of sunshine. This is a kitty who just wants to enjoy the finer things in life and can be symbolic of creating a beautiful home or office. Ragdoll kittens mature into quite large house cats, simulating your ability to bring prosperity and abundance into your life. So let's see what kind of energy we should be working with with the nine of earth. And we have the chariot, which really does relate very well. And the chariot is ruled by Archangel Metatron. Archangel Metatron is here to help us to be feel grounded, to stay focused. And Metatron is also known for manifesting as well as being the archangel that can help us in our standpoint of time warping. If we need time to go faster, if we need time to go slower, then Metatron can help us with that. Our next card is the Six of Earth, the Six of Earth. And this card reads, your success and prosperity have allowed you to pay off debts, acquire wise loans, or receive a grant or scholarship in return for these blessings. Be sure to share the wealth with others through donations of time and money to reputable charities. So this is a card that basically talks about, in a way, money that sort of falls from the sky. So we we kind of love that, but it also says, you know, share the wealth, pass it forward. Now, it's really interesting because now we have transformation. This is another version of the card that was the cuckoo card. Both are tower cards. And this is Shamuel. And this makes a lot of sense because Archangel Shamuel is the eyes of God, has the ability to help us to find what we're looking for, but also helps us to find peace. Now, the Six of Earth is ruled by the Kiwi. The Kiwi is a flightless bird that lives in New Zealand, and they have very powerful sense of smell, so they represent having a good nose for the truth. This is relevant to the Six of Earth in that this card asks that you research to make sure that your contributions are made to reputable and honest people or institutions. 
The kiwis also lay the largest eggs relative to their body size of any bird. And because of this, they symbolize an opportunity for you to give generous gifts to those who are less fortunate. So let's have a look at that last card, and it is Seven of Water. Seven of Water ruled by the Maine Coon Kitten. And this card says it's time to stop procrastinating and to make a decision so that you can move forward with a priority. If you need to do more research, then do so. But don't overthink the situation. Listen to your heart. Maine Coon Cats are beloved because they are super sweet and smart and they're adorable. And they're also huge, which is sort of interesting because also known to get really big are ragdoll cats. So we're looking at energy that's kind of big this week, which is really reflected in all of this. Among their most notable features is that they've got big ears and big paws. And so do you need to hear some sage advice to help you make the decision that you're putting off? If some legwork is called for to get the additional information necessary, then Maine Coons are known for having water-repellent fur and water symbolizes emotion. So are you thinking too much about your decision and you should be listening to your feelings instead? And so let's have a look at who we are working with. And I love that we're looking, we are working with Archangel Raguel. And Raguel is the Archangel of justice, but also the Archangel of helping us to find the right people to help us with things. He is known as the friend of God. And so as the friend of God, he can help us to bring people into our lives who can open doors for us, help us to meet the right person if you are looking for the right consultant or the right tutor for your child, Raguel is the right person. So the next thing that we are going to do is we are going to pull some cards for you guys that are just for your personal questions. And so I want you to think of right now a question that you would like your own answer to. Think of this as a card that is being pulled just for you. And so what question would you like to have answered right now? So you think about that. And I am going to shuffle these cards. I'm just folding back in the ones that we just used. I'm going to use Angel Wisdom for this. So think of a question. Okay, so... Again, so I'm going to pull four cards, and I have no idea what these cards are. But what I want you to do is I want you to think, um, and let me show you the cards. So what I want you to do is I want you to think, do you feel called to card number one is your answer? Card number two is your answer. Card number three is your answer. Or card number four as your answer. So which one do you feel called to? One, two, three, or four? If you were called to card number one, then your answer is the hermit, the hermit. And this card talks about the energy that time spent in peaceful meditation and meaningful solitude. Shine your light as an example to others. Speak out or become a spiritual mentor. So it can be searching for a mentor or it can be becoming a mentor. If you were drawn to card number two, it's five of earth. And five of earth is a card that talks about negative thinking. It talks about lack, fears surrounding money, any of those kinds of things. And so if you're feeling that, this card asks you to get your, your mind together, to get your thoughts together, and to think more positively. And Sandalphon is the archangel on this, and he can help you with that. 
Card number three is three of fire. We love that. This is planning for the long term, abundance from past choices, knowing that your ship is going to come in. And the fourth card is two of water. It's a card I really particularly love. It is about falling in love and romance and those kinds of things. But it's also about not giving up on people. Um, if you are in a situation where you think that might be something that is about it, it's like thinking about reconsidering that. Okay, so that's it. That is our angelic weather report for the week of March 3rd through the March 9th. I have got a new video series. It's live. It's free. It's called The Three Keys to Magical Transformation. It starts on March 5th, coincidentally the same day that Animal Guides comes out. So if you'd like to sign up for that, again, it's free and it's live. We'd love to see you there. It's um, You can go to radleyvalentine.com forward slash magic to sign up. So that's it, guys. I will see you next week. You've been listening to the Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine. To discover more, visit radleyvalentine.com slash podcast. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.